This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. city surrounded by walls, this place called Jericho. And Joshua, I guess like you and me, would have probably looked at that city fortified in its walls, its defences, ready to take on anybody who would dare attack. And he probably thought to himself, well, there's no possible way that I'm going to be able to do anything about that. We're just a, a few people. But as he's in the realms of Jericho, the angel of the Lord comes to meet him. Joshua chapter 5 and 6 tells the story, but 5 verse 13 through 15 just tell us that moment where Joshua gets to see the angel of the Lord's army, the commander of the Lord's army. And he says this, Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Obviously Joshua was a brave man because the next line tells us he was quite brave. Joshua went up to him. Now I'll read the first bit again. When Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man with, uh, standing in front of him with a drawn sword, not on a piece of paper. bad (laughs) Joshua went up to him and asked are you for us or for our enemies neither he replied but as commander of the army of the Lord I have now come then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him what message does my Lord have for his servant The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And we see at the start of chapter six, Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went in and no one came out. So they were ready. They were ready to be sieged. They were waiting for the Israelites to attack. And Joshua looks at it and thinks it's almost impossible. But in chapter 6 and verse 2, the angel says to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. Now, I'm a fairly level-headed guy. Both feet on the ground, all that. But when you look at that, you say, I'm not so sure you have. Because the city appears to be shut up. They appear to be ready to be taken over. So therefore, they're ready to destroy us as we go anywhere near those walls. But the angel says to him, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. I have delivered Jericho. And he goes on to explain to Joshua what he has to do. And, and in, that, uh, in that instruction that he gives, verses 3 uh, through 5 of Joshua chapter 6, he tells Joshua that he's got to march around the walls. He's got to do that once every day, and on the seventh day, he's got to march around it seven times. And you think to yourself, what? Just tell me to, you know, we'll, we'll just go break down the door and we'll, we'll crack on. 
but he's got specific instructions as what to do. Specific's one of those words that are really easy to say, aren't they? Anybody else thought that about specific? If you add Cali to the end of it, it's really difficult. Specific Cali, that's very, very tough. But I'm sure that much like Joshua, perhaps in that situation, when he says, this is the Jericho, I've handed it over to you, Joshua must have thought, hmm. Now, when he passes that message on to the Israelites, what do you think they thought? Right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Jericho and we're going to march around the walls and we're going to do that once a day for six days and on the seventh day we're going to march around it seven times. Joshua, you're on your own, mate. That is that what I'd say? I'm sure you'd be a lot more, a lot more obedient than that. But of course, nevertheless, they get on with it. And of course, because they're obedient to what they've been told to do, in verse 20 of chapter 6, God delivered on his promise. Now, I've had a look through the Bible a few times, and, and I can't see anywhere where God doesn't deliver. God always, but always, delivers on his promise. The thing I have noticed is it isn't always in my time. The thing that I've noticed is it probably isn't always in your time. But God always, but always, but always delivers on his promise. And, and I guess you could say this morning, well, Matt, that's great. And it's a lovely story about Joshua. And we've, you know, perhaps in Sunday school we've done it. You've maybe even heard it here a couple of times. Circle the promise, not the problem. But, but what's it got to do with baptism? Now, I've no idea. You see, Joshua, he had faith. He had faith to know that when God told him in verse 2 that Jericho is yours... But whatever was to follow, whatever was to come, was bearable because it was in God's plan. Now, we don't know what tomorrow holds, do we? All right, so you know. I have no idea. I have no idea what tomorrow holds. But I do know that my God's in control. And whatever tomorrow brings about, in my own self, it would be unbearable, perhaps. But I know that God says, I am with you, I'll never leave you, I will never forsake you. So in faith I can say that I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know that God's already there. That's what faith does. And Joshua operated in faith because he went ahead and did as God told him to do. It was in God's plan and he knew that God hadn't failed him yet. But also, in his faith, he had absolute obedience. Anybody else like to do things their way? It's just me. You lot. You're cruel to me, you know. I go home and ask Laura and say, is it true? Is it just me? And she's like, yeah, it is. (laughs) But in his faith, he operates in obedience. Obedience to take the steps God had laid out. Obedience to march in absolute silence. Obedience to march and then sound the trumpet and cry out when the time was right. Do as I tell you to do. Don't make it up as you go along. Listen to what I'm telling you. This all sound familiar yet? And this is exactly this morning what Sarah has done. You see, in faith, she's put her faith in Jesus Christ. She said, he is the only way. 
by his shedding of blood on that cross that my sin, my debt, that I could never repay has been paid for because of the blood of Christ. Amen? And she said, I want to put my faith in Jesus Christ because I know I can't do it without him. I know that I need him in my life in order to get before a holy God. That everlasting life that we talk about, this is what we have to do. We have to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You can't buy it. You cannot earn everlasting life. It's unachievable by our own merit. Christ has already done what needed to be done. He's made a way, as it says in the Psalms, where there was no way. And this morning, Sarah in faith says, no, I've put my faith in Jesus Christ. You see, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know God's there. And I know, as as Sarah's already said, as she looks back on her life, she can see that, that there was no real care for anything. But now she knows the Lord Jesus Christ and there's a bigger plan. And we talk about it often that there's a tapestry that God is creating and you're intrinsically involved in that. You don't know what your part is perhaps, but what we have to do in faith and obedience is step out when God says it's time to step out. And Sarah this morning has stepped up and she said, I'm with Jesus in faith has said that he has done it all, but also true in absolute obedience has listened to what the word of God says. And this is key to our lives, church. And this is the thing, that we have to realize that there's a step. We put our faith in Christ Jesus, but the next step is we're obedient to his word. We don't go on living how we want to live, doing what we want to do, feeling how we want to feel, doing whatever takes our fancy. Because if we do that, we're taking our eyes off the prize. We're saying, I'm going to fill this with what I want to do. You know, if I made my goal to get a a Ferrari F40, then my whole sole passion would be to work, 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 work until I got that car. What's that car going to bring me? I might go fast once in it. In fact, they, the stats tell me that you can only do three full throttle thr- starts before you need a new clutch. And they're about £8,000. See, exactly. So all it's going to bring me is heartache and pain. And this is the truth with all the things in the world that we cling on to. We strive and we strive and we strive and we take our eyes off the prize. And God tells us, be obedient to my word. Be obedient to my word. And then at that, we we get that satisfaction in life because we're giving back because God gave to us. We're giving back to him what he has given to us. We love, don't we, because he first loved us. The Bible tells us that we didn't even know what love was outside of Christ. The Bible tells us we don't even know what life is outside of Christ. And we have the opportunity this morning, as Sarah has done, perhaps if you haven't put your faith in Jesus, to find out what life is all about. But Sarah, in faith and obedience, has stepped out this morning and said that I am for Christ. And you know, the beauty of that is that, as we've said We don't know what tomorrow brings. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 6, again, God talking to Joshua, says to him, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, Joshua was God's man. 
Let me tell you this morning, if you've put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you are God's man, you're God's woman. Amen? And the Bible too tells me that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is an unchanging God in an ever-changing world. He is steadfast and sure and completely and utterly unshakable. And this morning, we stand firm in the promise that God will never leave us nor forsake us. So therefore, we can stand firm knowing whatever tomorrow brings, that he's in control. Jesus told us uh, in Matthew 28 and verse 19 to believe and be baptized. And it's such a fantastic step. It's an important step. It isn't necessary to meet with your Savior. Otherwise, the thief on the cross isn't in heaven. Because sometimes life does take hold. But as Christians, as we put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ, the next step for us is to be baptized. And if you haven't been baptized, then come and see John or I. You know and love the Lord Jesus Christ, come and see us. And we will more than happy set the pool up again. We'll do that next week. That makes no difference to us at all. John's right good at it now. But as Christians, life is marked, church, by faith and obedience. And these are the things that we have to get in mind. We've talked about this before as a church. They are step by step. One step is faith. The next step is obedience. The next step is faith. And the next step after that is obedience. And if we start to live our lives as Christ has set them out, then we end up in a place where we're comfortable knowing that God has got everything in control and we don't start flailing about thinking that we've got to take control because that's the worst thing that we can do. God's promises never fail. His word, church, is our manual to life and ours is the victory in and through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen? Let's just pray, and then we're going to worship again together, and Colin's then going to come up and close in prayer, and we're going to enjoy some food together. Who's hungry? Let's just pray. Lord, we just want to thank you this morning that your promises never fail. Father, we want to thank you that you have won, that your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, has taken our place on the cross. There he's defeated our sin and our shame, and there, Father, he defeated death. So that we can stand here this morning and say, we are a child of God. He is our king and we are children indeed of that king. We want to thank you, Lord, this morning for Sarah and her faith and obedience as she's gone through the waters of baptism. And Father, we want to ask you that you might help us to walk in faith and obedience with you. Father, we ask all of these prayers in and through our Saviour's precious name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's worship together. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.